since the season of Easter, for the last three weeks, it seems like our church has grown in intensity in terms of really getting into the mystery of our faith. The resurrection of our Lord is hard enough to comprehend, and then you have a bunch of Disciples who were so timid before and suddenly they burst into tongues and different languages that everyone can understand. Happened on the Pentecost two weeks ago. And then if that is not enough, then we come the following week saying that God is three and yet one. And if that is not enough, then one of them is now, we say that he becomes the bread in the form of bread and wine, he shared with us his very own body and blood. So we come from one mystery to another, and this is, I think, kind of reaching the intensity. So I'd like to pick up from where Father Chris left off last time, that he said, it's the mystery not to try to comprehend everything, which... We can't, in our little mind, we can't comprehend the whole thing, but it's a mystery to be received. So I think one of the things that really is the thread of all these three mysteries between um, the, the Pentecost and the Holy Trinity and the mystery of the body and blood of Christ is, I think, the Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit in Pentecost was the one that empowered the disciples to become so bold and speak in languages that everyone can understand. And then it's the Holy Spirit that kind of become the love that connect the Father and the Son, as the Father loved the Son and the Son loved the Father with and in, with the Holy Spirit. And it's the same thing with the mystery of the body and blood of Christ, that very bread and wine, which is, you know, our, um, from the fields that we have and all that, it's the Holy Spirit that transforms the, the bread and wine into becoming the body and blood of Christ. See, we um, in the Catholic Church emphasize more on when the priest said the consecration word. In the Eastern, um, our Eastern brothers and sisters, they emphasize more on the uh, invocation of the Holy Spirit. So when a priest places his hands on the body and blood of Christ, that's when the moment, kind of the moment of the actual, the actual transformation happened. There's a little bit of different emphasis still pointing to the same thing. And in the end, we have the body, the very body and blood of Christ, which we believe is himself. Not in a way the flesh, like a human flesh, but in the very form of the bread and wine. So, not long ago when I studied the Eucharist, I was struck by the statement of a famous theologian named... Henry de Lubac. So Henry coined this term and he says, the Eucharist 
makes the church and the church makes the Eucharist. So the Eucharist makes the church and the church makes the Eucharist. It's a little bit hard to understand, isn't it? How can that be? It's a bit like, um, I don't know, the chicken and the egg, which one comes first? Right? I'm not saying, but it's a little bit like that and it's hard to comprehend and yet it's, it's like that. And the church is the body of Christ and we are fed and nourished by the Eucharist, the Eucharist is thanksgiving. And yet, without us, now, without you and me, there isn't a Eucharist. The Eucharist needs to be consecrated, yes, by the priest, and I'm a, a ministerial one, but you are also a priest by virtue of your baptism. And in fact, um, the Mass is supposed to be celebrated not just by a priest alone. You need to be there too. Unless it's an extraordinary circumstances, we don't celebrate Mass by ourselves. It's a community. It's a gathering. It's a gathering of thanksgiving. Out of a heart of thanksgiving comes the body and blood of Christ. And we then are fed with that as well. So it's this ongoing feeding, ongoing creation and making of the body and blood of Christ. And as He is broken um, and shared for us, we are made one by His brokenness. And if, in fact, in our brokenness too, we are um, made and put together as, as the church, as the Eucharist. In a way, we are the church and we are the body of Christ. And we are the Eucharist. So the Eucharist makes the church and the church makes the Eucharist. It's all in one unity, as St. Paul say in the reading today. We hear that. Where is it? Here it is. After all the struggle of finding the reading. <laughs> so, the blessing cup that we bless is a communion with the body and blood of Christ. And the bread that we break is a communion with the body of Christ. So the fact there is only one loaf means that through... Though there are many of us, we form a single body because we all have a share in this one loaf. So we all have a share in this one loaf. In fact, we make, we make the Eucharist as the Eucharist makes us. It's that intimate. It's that, there's, that, there's, there's that mystical union and mystery. It's beyond us. Yes, and in a way... But we want to enter into that. And as we, as we come into this mystery and celebrate it and be caught in that, we, we are empowered. The church is empowered by the Eucharist. And, and we then can say we make the Eucharist because we are the body of Christ. And for that, we want to stay. We want to really form this unity. And, and that's how we are. And that's who we are. We are in one unity and we ask the Holy Spirit because it's only through the power of the Holy Spirit, the invocation of the Holy Spirit, that we can make the Eucharist. And He is one with us. And thank God for